Well, hey everyone, and uh, good, there we go, good evening to you. This is day seven of our Countdown to Easter devotional series. Uh, thank you for joining in with us. If you are watching this on Facebook, you are not watching it live because there was a Facebook issue uh, tonight. I'm not sure what it was, but it seems like a number of people have been affected, including our own um, uh, Facebook page for our church, okay? So uh, it, it this this you are watching as a recording and not live, all right? Those of you who are watching it on our website, well, it's a recording anyway, okay? Uh, but uh, this is day seven of our Countdown to Easter devotional. I hope you all had a good day and uh, that you are doing well and staying safe. I want to uh, give you a little bit of news tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Technology, of course, uh, uh, pr providing the technology works. We will be doing a, uh, a Zoom call. Zoom is, of course, video conferencing, and uh, we did this on Sunday and had a great time doing it. So we're going to do one on Wednesday night, tomorrow night at 7. You will receive an invitation uh, through text or email uh, with the link, and you can join in with us. We're going to answer a pressing question that's on a lot of people's minds. Is this the end? Is this worldwide virus that we are experiencing a sign that Jesus is returning very, very soon. And this is a uh, very pressing question uh, that people around the world are asking right now. So we're going to answer it tomorrow night. And uh, tonight we're going to look into the scripture again, um, again on the Easter story. And this is um, uh, the betrayal of Judas uh, as he betrayed Jesus. Last night we looked at, uh, at Simon Peter and how he denied Jesus before Annas, uh, the father-in-law of Caiaphas, and then Caiaphas, those two guys working together as high priests. And here we're going to look at something from uh, that happened in the life of Judas. Very, very small detail from Matthew chapter 26 uh, in the Bible's New Testament and verse 14. Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests, again, this would likely be a reference to Annas and Caiaphas, and asked, what are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? The he, the him, is of course Jesus. And so they counted out for him 30 silver coins. And from then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. So uh, Judas is paid a sum of money by uh, the high priests. Presumably, again, Annas and Caiaphas are the people who Matthew has in mind. It is a curious passage because only Matthew mentions uh, this particular detail about these 30 silver coins over here. And then he will uh, refer to it later in... Um, Matthew uh, uh, 27, when Judas actually uh, goes to return those coins. Uh, so it is a curious mention, these 30 silver coins. And put yourselves in the minds of Caiaphas and Annas. And they're ascertaining the value of the betrayal. And, okay, what are we going to pay this insider? He's one of them. 
what are we going to pay this double agent to uh, facilitate the capture and the arrest of Jesus? And they count out a peculiar sum, 30 silver coins. And scholars wrestle with what type of silver coins is Matthew talking about here. And there's about four different kinds and they all have relative values back in the day. But no matter how you cut the cake, no matter which type of silver coin you may have been thinking about back in that time, in that day, in that culture, you get a value of $200, $300 more or less, which is relatively low value even back then. It would have been the value of about a month and a half of work, of wages. So 30 silver coins, whatever type of silver coins we're talking about. and uh, But it is a curious amount and is mentioned only by Matthew, who is writing to a Jewish audience. There is a, uh, a possible um, reason why they chose this number, uh, 30 silver coins. And uh, if you dig back into the pages of the Old Testament in the books of the law, the books of Moses, uh, there is a reference in Exodus chapter 21 talking about all these different laws for personal injuries and, and all of that. And we see in um, Exodus chapter 21 uh, around um, verse uh, 32, verse 32 of Exodus chapter 21. If the bull gores a male or female slave, so this uh, male or female slave in that day, this is back in the, the days of Exodus, is gored by a bull. I know that's rather graphic. Is gored by a bull. The owner must pay 30 shekels of silver to the master of the slave and the bull must be stoned or the equivalent of being put down so they would execute the animal that that killed the slave and there would be reimbursement for the value of the slave which was 30 shekels of silver curious is it possible that this is why the high priests came up with this amount uh, regardless it is a relatively low amount of money uh, considering who they are uh, paying uh, who who is is being betrayed it is jesus the son of god god in the flesh who is being uh, betrayed here but they deem him of relatively low value and we often we often criticize uh the the high priests and the sadducees and the pharisees and the teachers of the law uh, but their their view of Jesus, of course, was wrong. But their view of Jesus was that he was an imposter and that he was uh, uh, perhaps the devil or, it, or being used by the devil or something. And they viewed him as a blasphemer. They viewed him as an imposter. Uh, and in their minds, it was as if, if if they let this go on, God would judge the nation for allowing this false leader to rise up. So it's not like these are horrible, evil people. Uh, they were very sincere, and in their minds, they were acting on behalf of God to get rid of Jesus. Totally false understanding of Jesus, totally wrong view of Jesus, and thus a very low value 
uh, given to the betrayer, Judas, to betray none other than Jesus Christ, the Lord. Um, and it does teach us something today. Uh, there, there's a whole world of people out there who have who have a, a very different view of Jesus than who he really is. Uh, I dialogued a little bit with somebody on Facebook uh, recently who saw one of our paid ads and and had some very aggressive and uh, you know used very colorful language referring to to Jesus. Uh, but he did ask who who is Jesus in his own uh, colorful way. But very uh, negative view of the Bible and very negative view of Christianity and so on. And I'm sure his view of Jesus is not a view that's from the pages of Scripture. And so it, it, it can happen today. And I wonder, what are, we, what are we declaring to the world around us about who Jesus is and the value of who Jesus is? Uh, worth a whole lot more than 30 pieces of silver. And part of worship is to declare who Jesus is. And we have such an opportunity now. Uh, the whole world is wondering what is going on. And it's almost like God has everybody's attention. And uh, people are, are stuck in their homes People are surfing all over the place, which is probably a reason why our Facebook page isn't working for videos tonight. Uh, but uh, there's an opportunity is, is the point. And if we worship Jesus, we will declare who he is to an unbelieving culture around us. So I pray that you're taking that opportunity wherever you are. I know you have to do it mostly electronically or by phone because you can't even meet with people nowadays face-to-face uh, uh, -face in person, live in the flesh. Uh, but still, what opportunities we have today to reach the one who is far from God. So I trust this has been a blessing to you. And uh, we continue to track toward Easter Sunday, April the 12th. It will be electronic. It will be an e-Easter. We will, we will start advertising that very, very shortly. I look forward to being with you uh, tomorrow again for a devotional. And then tomorrow night at 7 we will tackle the question together, is this the end? God bless you, everyone. Have a good night.